Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Elin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. So creative, here we are. Welcome to the first real episode of this podcast of Inside Creativity. I am sat here in my armchair and a cup of tea is beside me and I am really, really thrilled to be starting this podcast and talking to you. And in this first episode, I wanted to talk about something that I consider to be a very, very core and essential part of the creative journey. And that is the creative projects that we dream of. I want to talk about the projects that fill our dreams, the projects we have ideas for, the projects we fantasize about and often carry around for a long time before we actually get going with them. And even when we get going with them, they are the projects that we keep coming back to that are really important to us. They often are a little bit bigger projects, maybe the first kind of project of a type. And they are projects that they are really, really significant projects in the creative journey. And I call these projects dream projects. And that's what I want to dive into today with you. So why do I call them dream projects? Well, I call them dream projects because these are the projects that we dream of. Not every kind of projects that you could make is a project that you would go around fantasizing about for a long time. There, there can be projects that you want to do that you feel uh, are really fun, but they are not the kind of projects that you, yeah, that just stick with you for a very long time and, and you just can't let it go. Uh, there are projects that are more significant to us that we feel are more, yeah, weighty and more, um, yeah, more the kind of thing that you would dream about in your creative journey. But I also call them dream projects because they tend to be a little bit visionary. They tend to be a little bit dreamy. They tend to be, um, yeah, they tend to be something that is not just your average thing um, that you would do, not just the other, the next project uh, or the first first project of, of some kind. Um, it tends to be a project that you, yeah, you get a little bit visionary about. You get dreamy about it. And finally, I, I call them dream projects because they are difficult to work on. And so they have a tendency to stay longer in our dreams than we want to and longer in our dreams than other projects might. So this is something that I have realized that I focus quite a lot on, um, these kind of projects. Uh, the projects that, yeah... The projects that are really important in the creative journey to you uh, as a creative and also for your creative journey, which I'm going to get into. So I do focus quite a lot on this, both in my own creative journey and in my work with coaching clients. And so, yeah, I thought I would talk a little bit more about it. So to give you an idea of what a dream project might be, uh, I thought I would tell you about my two dream projects. So the first dream project that I had 
was my novel, my first novel, writing my first novel. And this is a very stereotypical dream project. Um, I started dreaming about writing uh, fiction when I was a kid. I, um, yeah, I wrote sh short stories together with my friends. I read a lot of books. I was a real bookworm. Um, and I, I somehow knew already then that, yeah, I want to grow up and I want to be an author. I want to write fiction. So it was a dream for many years. And then when I was in my early 20s, I decided, okay, so I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to try writing a novel. Um, and it was a very stereotypical dream project because it was very difficult for me to work on it. I put a lot of weight on the project. I thought I had to get it to, yeah, I thought it, I, it would have, it had to be really, really good. Um, and so I put a lot of pressure on it and I put a lot of pressure on myself and I have very high expectations of my own writing and so I hated what I wrote and I was in a very yeah, bad cycle uh, with this project which is not totally uncommon with dream projects because they mean so much to us and we put a little bit too much pressure on it uh, and it might also be the first time you're trying to do something which means it is difficult <laughs> And I, yeah, it was that for me. So yeah, it was definitely a dream project. And um, it was also the kind of project where it brought up a lot of mindset challenges for me. Um, yeah, all the doubts and fears that I had, uh, a lot of fear of failure. And that's how I started blogging. Um, I started blogging about my challenges with um, facing my creative fears. That's what I did. That's my first year of blogging I faced my creative fears and I blogged about it <clears throat> so yeah that that's one of my dream projects and while I have uh, worked on that book a lot um, is also the kind of project that now I can work on it and and I've found my process with it I've dealt with the mindset issues I have understood what kind of book it is that I want to write um, so now I can work on it quite comfortably comfortably it's still the kind of project that tends to slip back into the dream stage um, every now and then so I will work on it and then I it will just slip back into <laughs> into the stage of dreaming about writing it and that also is something that tends to happen with dream projects my other dream project is my creative business um, and that project is less of a uh, something that I have yeah I started dreaming about it um, around when I started blogging and um, yeah it's something that I I have worked on a lot uh, during the last couple of years um, obviously since I now run my business uh, but it also was something that I thought about, considered, dreamed about uh, for years before I actually started my business. And uh, now that that is something that's a big part also of my creative journey of figuring out how to work on this business um, and how to find good habits and processes within it. Um, everything that I do as a creative coach and uh, all the yeah writing I do and all the sub projects like this podcast for example 
and I have gone through a lot of of these things of mindset challenges and and believing in myself that I can actually have a creative business. Um, and now now I'm at a place where I'm very stable uh, in that, but it has been a journey to get there. Uh, so yeah. And to contrast this, what wouldn't be a dream project? Well, I would say that my photography is not a dream project. Uh, I enjoy photography a lot. Um, I find it really fun, but it's not something I don't um, I don't consider myself a photographer, and that's not uh, like a sign of um, bad confidence or anything like that. It's more that I don't identify as a photographer. And photography is not a core part of my creative identity. I sometimes think about projects I could do with my photography, like, okay, I could make uh, bookmarks that are seasonal um, with my photography. Or uh, sometimes I think that maybe it would be fun to get more into nature photography and uh, photo photographing animals in nature and things like that uh, and I get inspired by photography and um, I feel good doing photography but it's not something that means that much to me if I have to choose between uh, okay so you, you can only do one project are you going to write a novel or are you going to pursue photography I would choose the novel uh, every day so it is a project I enjoy, but it's not a project that means as much to me. Um, and it's not a project that represents me as a creative as much. And maybe this will change one day. Maybe one day it will become a dream project or I will find a dream project for photography specifically. But now it's more a craft that I enjoy and I use it in other projects mostly. A lot in my business. Um, so it becomes a sort of sub-project for my dream project of having my own creative business. So that's to give you a little bit of an idea of what dream projects can look like. And um, I have worked with a lot of creatives and everyone's dream projects are different and they are often very personal to you as a creative. So uh, there really is no right or wrong type of dream project. Uh, it's something that yeah you decide what your dream project is and and this is not a clear-cut definition. Uh, if you feel that this is a dream project for you, then it is a dream project for you. So this is quite a bit of my focus. I have realized and also chosen um, in my work as a creative coach. And this is because it is, I, I think that these projects are really, really important. And it's not just important because they are important to you, which which is a very good reason for it being important. But I think it's also it's also important partly because it's a really difficult type of project to work on, but also because uh, they really um, shape our creative journeys and they help us build our creative journeys. So. I want to talk a little bit more about what makes these projects and why they are dream projects and why they are difficult and why they are important. So they do often represent a core part of your creative identity. They are often something that, okay, if you dream about a particular craft, a dream project often represents that kind of craft. Um, they, they somehow speak to you as a creative, as a human, and and 
they represent who you are as a creative or who you want to be as a creative. And this this is important because who we are as creatives, that should always shape our creative journeys. What, how we identify, what we identify with and, and who we feel that we are as creatives, that should always shape and influence our creative journeys. There are no right or wrong paths. There are only paths that align with who you want to be as a creative. And so these projects, them representing your creative identity means that by working on these projects, you are being the kind of creative creative that you want to be and you're developing that creative identity. And this means that working on it is to develop your style, your voice, your identity as a creative. Um, often I see in coaching clients that when when people come to me with a project uh, that is a dream project, it's often at a stage where they are not entirely sure of where they are going exactly with their creativity. There are they have ideas, but there's still some parts that are fuzzy and difficult to to grasp. And to work on these projects to figure out what they want the project to be is also to figure out who you are as a creative and what your style is and what your identity is. They often also represent a type of change. So if we look at my dream projects. Uh, my first novel is my first attempt to write a novel. That in itself represents a sort of change uh, in that it's something I never done before, but I also always wanted to be an author and uh, to work on my first novel, to have my first novel written, regardless of whether it get, gets published or not. That in itself represents a change from I have never attempted to write a book to, yeah, I have actually written a book. <laughs> um, and I can say that I am a writer even if I'm an unpublished author. So, yeah, it represents a change. And with my creative business, that of course represents a change both in my personal life, in uh, what I work with, how I work, um, being self-employed or partly self-employed. It represents a big change and a change in pursuing something that I have never uh, pursued before uh, that is very, very big in that regard. Um, so, yeah, it's also often representing a change. And if it's not something new, it can also be something that represents a change in your creative life, a new direction that you want to go in. So let's say that you have been doing art for a while but you have started be started to be drawn to a different type of art a different style of art uh, but you're you're maybe scared of of going in that direction because that would mean a change however that feels more in line with who you are and uh, who you identify as as a creative so pursuing that kind of new style of art represents a change and a shift and yeah that also becomes really important because it becomes stepping into more into who you really are as a creative. Another thing that defines this project is that they tend to be quite ambitious, um, tend to be quite big. They don't have to be. They can be small projects, but we tend to build them up. <laughs> also because, um, because we have time to sit and dream about these projects uh, and they do tend to stay in the dream stage for quite a while. 
that can also make us build them up bigger because we we keep thinking about them we keep thinking and thinking and and not working on it and so we build it bigger and bigger and bigger in our minds and our ideas and dreams so they tend to become quite ambitious and also because they do represent some kind of change they also represent some kind of longing that we have in our lives and in our creativity and um they become ambitious because we we want to move towards this change whatever it might be um, and uh, we want to get there it's a longing that we want to get to to that place of okay I actually did write a book or okay so I have a business now or okay I, I got my paintings into a gallery or whatever it might be or I'm selling my um, yeah I'm selling my knitting for example whatever a dream project might be for you it tends to be a little bit ambitious in that we want to get somewhere with it. It's something that we want to achieve. And that might not be something that is uh, like success in, in society's eyes. It might be something that is very personal to you. But it's, since it represents this, this longing for something, this moving towards something, it tends to get a little bit ambitious. It tends to get a little bit big. And for me, a novel uh, is a big project. Um, especially if you don't just consider a first draft, but consider a, yeah, writing a first novel and, and going through many drafts with it. It's a big project. Uh, and the same with a business. It's, it's a really big project. And that them being big also means that get, they get quite complex. Uh, and that means they get quite challenging. So they become projects that are going to be difficult regardless of whether they would be dream projects or not and them being dream projects make them even more weighty for us uh, in that they are significant to us they we care a lot about them they are important to us and that makes it even more difficult <laughs> um, so yeah they are projects that are challenging most definitely and this also means that they are projects that bring up a lot of mindset challenges as well. They tend to be projects that bring up quite a bit of fear. I have experienced a lot of fear of failure. And I think fear of failure is one of the most common challenges that we face in these kind of projects that are very important to us. Because failure would mean to us in our minds, it would mean that, okay, so this, whatever it is I'm longing for, whatever creative identity I want to have or whatever dreams I have in my creative life, if I fail in this project, that that means that our dreams will never come true or we won't be that creative we want to be and things like that. We put a lot of pressure on this one project and and that is maybe somewhere where we, we yeah, we could do better uh, with ourselves because we don't have to put all the pressure and all the eggs on this one project. Um, we could... We could distribute that ambition and those dreams a little bit between different projects, but we tend to to put a lot of weight on this one project because it means so much to us, and we want to if we want it to go well. We want it. We want to get to that vision we have in our minds, and so we fear not getting there. So this means that we get quite riddled with self-doubt often especially if this is the kind of project that you haven't really done before if it's first of its kind or if it represents really big change in what you have been doing 
which leads then to perfectionism and procrastination. These are really, really big um, and yeah, really, really big challenges that we face in these kind of projects. And procrastination is so incredibly common when working with dream projects. And this is also why they stay in that dream stage often for a long time before we start working on it. And even when we try to start working on it, procrastination tends to be uh, be there. And we have to find a way through that procrastination to be able to work on dream projects. And even if we do, we sometimes it slips back into that. Uh, like I said, the dream stage slips back into dream stage and back into procrastination again. So these projects are starting to sound a little bit terrible. <laughs> But they're not. They are just challenging because they mean so much to us. And one thing that, from my perspective as a creative coach, uh, I I think that this these kind of projects are, yeah, like I said, are really significant in our creative journey because they force us to go through the hard, messy parts of building a good creative life. And why is that? Well, it is because of this this representing of our creative identity and understanding our own creative identity and the work we want to do. This means that by working on dream projects, you are figuring out what you want to make. You're figuring out how you, who you want to be as a creative. You're figuring out your style, your voice, because this is the kind of project where we don't, um, we are often not okay with uh, just doing something that feels good enough or um, like you enough. <laughs> These are the kind of projects that since they do uh, connect with you on a very personal level, since they feel like a representation of you as a creative, we really want to to get to the place where it feels like, yeah, this is it. This, is, this feels right. This feels like me. Um, and so going through the process of creating this project and and testing things and seeing and seeing okay maybe that, that wasn't quite it uh, that is a process of uncovering who you are as a creative and what you want to do and what work you want to do and what kind of creative message you want to put out into the world and everything like that and what style you want to have and so that that is a lot of in good and important work that is going to help you in all the other projects as well not just in your dream project. It's going to help you in your creative journey. And since this is a project that is a little bit difficult to work on, this also means that you get to practice and you get to figure out how to build a really strong creative process for yourself. How you can deal with um, things like, yeah, how you build good habits that you can always come back to in, in this project. And you get to figure out your creative process, what it looks like. Because it would test your process, both because it's challenging uh, in that it's often maybe something new that you haven't worked on before, um, or yeah, you're often trying new things, doing things in a new way, and figuring out your creative process within that. Uh, and so, yeah, it really helps you and forces you to build a really strong, strong creative process. And so that again is something that you can use in other projects along the way um, and once you have done uh, the work of building a good strong balanced um, intentional joyful creative process within a project like this then 
you can do it again in other projects. And finally, um, this is something that forces you to deal with mindset challenges. Uh, like I said, dream projects can be, most often is, uh, projects that bring up our mindset challenges. For me, it has been fear of failure with my novel and for facing those fears. And that has been something that has been extremely beneficial in my creative journey um, and understanding my own fears and understanding how I handle them in not a really great way and how I can handle it differently. Um, figuring out that has helped me in all creative areas in my life. And in my business, it has brought up my mindset challenges that I, ha I yeah, have been just really, really good to for me to face both in my creativity and in my personal life as well. So it's not really fun <laughs> to, to have these mindset uh, issues in our creative projects, but there are always some there. There are always some there. Um, and that's just life. That's just our human brains. And to be, to be forced to deal with them and to be forced to look at them and see what they are and how you can manage them and learn how to manage them well, it's going to have so, so much good impact in your life and in your creative life. And so I really see that working on dream, dream projects, that's something that helps you build a good creative life. And not just the kind of life that looks good, but the kind of life that feels good on the inside. Because it forces you to deal with these things. And it for, because it forces you to actually look at who you are as a creative. So that's why I see dream projects being really important. Not just because they are important to you as a person, as a creative. Because it's important to build the kind of creative life that you want. That is yours. That is good. That feels good. That is balanced and fulfilling and, yeah, and joyful. So if you are sitting there or walking or whatever you're doing, listening to this and thinking, okay, so I have a dream project and maybe you are, um, maybe it is a little bit challenging for you, then what are the takeaways uh, to, to think about now? I'm going to be talking more about dream projects, but for now, what, what can you be aware of with dream projects? Well, the first thing is that it, if it is challenging, regardless of whether you are just thinking about the project or trying to start to work on the project or have started to work on the project, or even if you have been working on it for a long time, if it's challenging in some way, maybe procrastination is a thing. Maybe you find it uh, really difficult to work on for other reasons. Maybe you are really unsure of it. Maybe it, you find it hard to, to actually get to what you want it to be then you just know that you're not alone. You're so not alone. This is so common with dream projects. And um, yeah, just rest assured that this kind of project is difficult for everyone and you are not alone. The other takeaway for you is that you might be putting a little bit too much pressure on yourself and this project. Uh, and I know that this is something that we might not want to hear. <laughs> We have a tendency to want to put quite a lot of pressure on 
this kind of project um, and it being yeah we have this idea we have this dream of what it could be and what we want it to be and we don't want to sort of ease up on that vision um, that's very common um, but you might be putting a little bit too much pressure on yourself and on this one project so just remember to be kind to yourself be patient with yourself, be patient with the project and acknowledge that one project might not be able to do all that you want it to do. And it's okay if you not get all the way to that beautiful, beautiful vision that you might have in your mind and that there are more projects than just this one project. Uh, be kind to yourself and look for the joy within the project. Uh, if you feel you're getting very um, firm <laughs> with the project and feeling a lot of pressure around it. Look for the joy. Look for the joy within the project. What is fun? What is sparking your joy? Go there. Focus on that. And the third takeaway is, yes, it will be bring up some mindset challenges. Be aware of that. Be have, Keep your eyes open for the kind of mindset challenges that this kind of project would bring up. Uh, look for your procrastination. Look for perfectionism. Where Where is it seeping into the project? And this goes also for, even if you worked on a project like this for years, this can still show up in, in different ways. So keep a lookout for the mindset challenges. Uh, journal them out, write them down, and think about them, read about these kind of challenges. And just knowing what they are will help you to to deal with it and to to see how how it impacts your product and how it impacts you and how you can maybe work with it differently within the project and finally the takeaway for you is to not give up this is a kind this is a challenging project um, a dream project is challenging but it is a dream project for a reason it is a dream project because it means something to you uh, it is a dream project because it represents a part of who you are as a creative, who you want to be as a creative. And yeah, it is that for a reason. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's not an accident that it's a, a dream project. So don't give up on it. It's important. It's important to you. And it's also important to the world because we need you to make the kind of creativity that really speaks to you, that is very central to your identity because that's the most impactful important and significant work that nobody else can do so don't give up on it find your way to work on this project figure out how you can work on this project um, and it might be a journey it might not be as fast or as easy as you want it to be but it is significant it is important so don't give up so that is our first episode and I'm going to keep talking about dream projects. Like I said, I have realized that this is something that I focus on quite a lot um, and it is going to be the focus for my new one-to-one -one coaching offering. Um, you might know that I retired my old three months coaching program at the end of spring uh, in with with the idea that I wanted to bring out 
a new uh, coaching program and that coaching program will be focused on dream projects is called the dream project you can read a little bit about it on my website but more information will come in the coming weeks uh, so yeah while I am working on, on bringing that to life, I am going to be diving into dream products and how we can work on them and how they are special and uh, yeah, how we can manage them. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to this first episode. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And yeah, if you, if you want to share where you're listening, I would love to see that. I love seeing things like that. So just tag me on an Instagram story or something like that. I really really adore seeing how you listen and, and imagine you yeah listening however you do that if you're out for walk or in commuting or doing the dishes whatever you're doing so have a really good rest of your day and i will talk to you soon thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoy the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend if you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding, and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity.